Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adid. It's so great to have you back, friend. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about why traditional goal setting doesn't work and what you can do instead. I'm going to give you some reasons why they don't work and one tip that is going to change the game for you. Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. As the new year is around the corner, we all know we're starting to begin to set those goals or start to think about the new year and what intentions we want to set. I personally like the word intention instead of goals, but you know, they go hand in hand. They're very similar. It's all a preference at the end of the day. Before diving in, I want to give some shout outs to folks tuning in from all over the world. It's so fun to see every week where you're tuning in from. So hello out to friends out in the US, Japan, Canada. Hello out in Saudi Arabia, Australia, the UK. Hi friends in Germany, Norway, the Philippines, India, and the Netherlands. Just to name a few. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. It means so much to me that you're here. I know your time is super valuable. And if you haven't already, please go over and hit the review button and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you and I read them all personally. And this also helps to reach more people just like you on your healing journey. So with that friend, let's dive in today's episode. So wherever you are, I want you to get cozy and comfortable or go out on a walk and tune in to this episode. If you're home, you can grab a pen and paper and write what stands out to you as your takeaway and leave the rest behind. Take what serves you and leave and let go of what does not. I say that always in life in general, but also including listening to podcasts. Not everything will resonate, but some things will, and I want you to take those things with you because they mean something to you personally. So with this episode, you know, I want you to think about why maybe in the past you have set goals, intentions, New Year resolutions, and maybe they have not worked out. Maybe in the beginning they did, and then moving into the year, you start to get further and further away from that intention or goal or New Year's resolution. It's a story that we all have had and can relate to. So I want you to remove the shame and instead give yourself compassion and grace for why they might not have worked. So I don't want you to hold on to perfectionism. I want you to release and let go of trying to make this be a perfect uh goal that you're going to set and that you have to achieve. Instead, I want you to lean into how to set an intention that can feel good to you and can really be led with self-compassion and grace and joy and expand in that. And really, that is going to be what inspires us. 
So oftentimes we failed at carrying out our New Year's resolutions or goals in general. Many of us have. And I want you by the end of this episode to feel more clarity and inspiration when it comes to goal setting, intention setting. I'll interchange those two words throughout this episode. And by the end, I want you to create a realistic goal for the new year. Even thinking about your word for the year, your intentions for the year. I start every year off with a word I want to embody. That's so fun for me. And I talk about that with my clients as well. And we really deep dive into how to really arrive at that word for them. And if you're interested in doing that, feel free to book a one-time breakthrough session with me and we can set that up. And if you'd like that, send me an email at hello at aditsi.com. So with 2022 around the corner, many of us are brainstorming ways to make ourselves and our lives easier and better. And if you've ever made New Year's resolutions, you may feel burnt out on making them. I completely can relate to that or resign to the thought that they just won't happen. If you wish your personality was different, write down every piece of who you'd like to be and hope to alter it through your goals. That's a sure sign that your New Year's resolution is not going to happen. If we want to wish ourselves to be different, that we're continuously adding to that shame cycle, that something is wrong with us and we don't embrace who we already are and celebrating that and then expand from there. Oftentimes we're constantly told that we're not enough of this or that and we're writing down what we do want to be or who we want to be, which is great. It depends how you do it. Because if you're really painting yourself in a negative light, it's going to be tough to stay sustained in that because you're going to be beating yourself up mentally along the way. And that's never fun for anyone. I want you to release that thought that you need to be anybody else but yourself. Instead, we're going to add on to the amazingness that already exists within you. So today I'm going to explain why your goal setting has failed in the past and propose some new ways to make this New Year's resolution stick. Number one, where most goal settings go wrong is if your goal has failed in the past, the problem likely is not you. It's the goal itself. It's probably the issue. Of course, you're the one who set the goal, but if you learn how to create better goals, you will likely see more success long term. So one tip I would say that really is going to change the game in setting the goal is using the acronym SMART goal. SMART stands for the S is specific, M is measurable, A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is timely. An example of a SMART goal would be Specific would be, I'm going to write a 60,000 word sci-fi novel. Measurable would say, I will finish writing 60,000 words in six months. Achievable would say, I will write 2,500 words per week. Relevant will say, I've always dreamed of becoming a professional writer. And timely would say, I'm going to set aside an hour each week to attain this goal and reach it. People tend to overestimate what they will do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in a decade. This is why SMART goals can be helpful. Secondly, why your goals haven't worked in the past is probably because you started with unrealistic life changes and expectations of yourself. 
If you haven't, for example, gone to the gym in three years, it's really wild to expect that you will start going to the gym for two hours every day for the entire next year. Similarly, if your goals would require you fundamentally changing as a person, they likely won't happen. For example, if you order takeout every night because you hate cooking and always mess up your meals, it's unrealistic to expect yourself to become someone who enjoys cooking and makes amazing meals every night. This is the same problem with many social goals. If you're an introvert, there's more standing between you and the group outings every weekend than just willpower, and you likely won't be able to enjoy them even if you manage to make all of those plans. So try instead. The first step is to create realistic goals, intentions, if you will, for the new year to know yourself and know your personality and take that into consideration. It's about expanding who you already are. And it's if you want to learn a new skill, that's expanding on who you already are. So let's say if you don't want to do takeout and you do want to learn to cook, then setting a goal around that and an intention about why that's important to you and how you will, using the SMART goal, achieve that. It's okay to make new goals, but they just have to make sense within the context of who you already are and what your schedule and capacity can really call for and what you're likely able to do. When it comes to carrying out the goals, you just need a plan to replace your current habits instead of adding new tasks And start with sustainable small goals, like the SMART goals. For example, you may not be able to just start creating art unless you switch out a certain time, like your nightly Netflix routine or something else more specific. You can even maybe start combining those things. You can Netflix and maybe start art during that time. And you can start art during that time. You also can't cut out all the rhythms of rest. So trying to completely replace restful things like sleeping or watching TV or reading a book, it'll be unsustainable plan, which eventually will fail. Envision how your goal will realistically conflict with your current lifestyle and values and create specific times and frameworks for how your new goals will logistically fit in. Like, They always say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But planning for success can really turn your life around. I personally use a planner called um, the High Performance Planner by Brendan Burchard. And that planner really has helped me break down my goals. And not only that, they really take into consideration the people in my life who I want to reach out to for the day and incorporates it into the month. And I believe it's $16.99. And you can Google it, the High Performance Planner, Brendan Burchard. And that planner has really helped me organize what is important to me and setting intentions around that. So make a plan, use the SMART goal as your guide, and think about a word you want to embody for the new year. For example, my word for 2021 was brave. My word for 2021 was bold. So it was about wearing bold colors. I got a bold haircut. Um, I wore... um, I made bold career moves. So I really embodied this word bold. Prior to that, I believe some of my words were grit, healing, 
And they all played off of each other. I really started intentionally with the word healing. And I invested that entire year on healing mind, body, spirit. Once I got to a point where I really felt that in my life, then I added grit. And then I just went hard on all these other goals that I had for my life. And then this year, um, and you know, next year, I'm, I really am wanting to do more brave and bold uh, actions. And so that word carries through all my other goals and intentions. So friend, I don't want you to think about changing yourself and being completely somebody different. It's about creating intentions that are celebrating who you already are and being an extension of that. So that way you're inspired and excited to wake up and do whatever it is that you set for yourself. You know, you can learn a new skill, but add it as a way to inspire yourself and celebrate yourself instead of shaming yourself or judging yourself. And really maybe even think about sharing this with a friend or a partner, someone that you feel close to so you can feel accountable to somebody. And if you don't already have a life coach or a therapist, that can also be another place you can share your intentions, your goals with that person as well so they can hold you accountable. When we start to speak these things into existence, we write them down, we see them daily, they really come to life. They come to fruition. So I'm so excited for you in the new year to set these intentions for yourself. I hope these tips have been helpful for you. And if you'd like more support, reach out to me, send me an email, and we'll book a breakthrough session for you one time with me in a virtual space where we can really get personalized with what your 2022 can look like. With that, I am so thankful that you've been here joining me today and I hope that you take the time to go rest and heal and expand your joy and take good care of your mind, your body, your spirit. And I'll see you here next week, friend. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.